What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. I'm Andrew Green with this additional flick pick. This past weekend, I saw The Pope's Exorcist at Celebration Cinema in Benton Harbor, and this is a case of blink and you'll miss it because this movie's no longer playing locally. Yep, it was in the theater for like two weeks and they pulled it, probably to make room for the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. But anyway, The Pope's Exorcist is what I saw, and so here it is. The Pope's Exorcist stars Russell Crowe as Father Gabriel Amaroth. He is the Vatican's top exorcist, and apparently he's based on a real guy, although I highly doubt this movie is true to life. In this film, Father Gabriel investigates the possession of a child and uncovers a conspiracy that the Vatican has tried to keep secret for centuries. The movie takes place in the 90s. Okay, so the film starts out and this American family moves into a Spanish abbey that they've apparently inherited. The mom is named Julia, played by Alex Esso, and she's got a teenage daughter and a young son. It's not long before some workers renovating this abbey accidentally unleash an evil spirit and it possesses young Henry, played by Peter D'Souza Fahony. The kid gets possessed, Father Gabriel is told about this, and the Pope sends him off to Spain to investigate. And from there we get, you know, an exorcism movie. This is an exorcism film. And is it a good exorcism film? Well, no, not really, actually. This movie's not that good, although there are a few good things about it. I'll tell you that I I liked Russell Crowe in the picture. His father, Gabriel, is a good character. He rides around on a motorcycle. He takes drinks from a flask. He's always cracking jokes. This guy has apparently exercised dozens of demons in his Vatican career. And he also has to deal with these, like, stuffy anti-exorcism Vatican officials that we meet during this investigation scene. Like, Father Gabriel is called to the Vatican, and he's interviewed by this insulting, snobby, and snottish young priest who thinks this whole exorcism thing is no longer needed. These smart-aleck young Vatican officials believe that in fact, evil doesn't really exist, and so they want to force Father Gabriel out. But thankfully, the Pope knows better. Yes, he's a character in this movie, although it's not John Paul, or at least they don't call him that. It's the Pope who personally sends Father Gabriel off to Spain to investigate this kid being possessed. The movie does do a little with, like, Vatican conspiracy theory stuff similar to, I guess, the Da Vinci Code, but it doesn't go deep into it. And Father Gabriel arrives to try to exercise this demon from this kid. But here's the thing. This demon is going to be the biggest challenge he ever faced. Yes, it's a strong demon, and this movie goes into an entire lore about how there used to be 200 archangels or something who were banished by God from heaven and who fell to earth to live underground, and every so often when they escape, they possess somebody. Apparently, these demons can only possess whoever happens to be near where they rose out of the ground, which explains why our demon here possesses this little boy instead of someone important. But yeah, for a while, The Pope's Exorcist is your standard exorcism movie. You've got Father Gabriel and another priest named Father Esquibel, played by Daniel Zavato, who say a bunch of prayers around the boy while he's tied to his bed, and he rides around snarling and growling, you know, while his mother stands outside the door clutching her pearls. And at a certain point, I started to wonder if this movie is supposed to be a comedy, or at least sort of a comedy, because I found The Pope's Exorcist to be rather comical. Like, we've got this clueless American family staying at this Spanish abbey. The kid starts acting strange. They take him to a doctor, but the doctor doesn't find anything wrong with him. Next thing you know it, the kid's tied to his bed, writhing around and yelling. All kinds of supernatural things are happening throughout the house, and yet this family isn't leaving. Then the priests show up and start their exorcism, while the mom seems to barely have a clue about what's going on. It was just kind of a silly situation. 
Take that with the whole lore about these demons that fell to earth and all this stuff. And really, I found it hard to take the Pope's Exorcist very seriously. It's not a scary exorcism movie, okay? This is not The Exorcist or even The Exorcism of Emily Rose. This is a sillier one of these movies. It goes too far by explaining to us the lore behind what's going on. And during the climax, this movie goes completely off the rails. It turns into something more akin to an action picture than a horror movie. And it has so many cliches of exorcism films that it nearly felt like a parody. As mentioned, I did like Russell Crowe's character a lot. I mean, he's Russell Crowe. He can do something with just about anything. And yes, he does something here. He's a good character. And oddly enough, I'll tell you, I liked the demon in this movie. Yeah, I know it's weird, but I actually liked the demon that possesses the little boy. I guess I found the demon kind of charming or a little amusing because here he is, he's this evil demon who came up from hell or something, and he's possessed this little toothpick thin boy who's tied to a bed. The demon's writhing around and snarling, and he's talking out of the boy's mouth with a digitally altered demon voice saying things like, there is no God here, or I'll swallow your soul. And it just makes for an amusing visual. And then Russell Crowe and the other priest get to work trying to exercise the demon, and this demon makes no bones about showing exactly how it feels. Like, this demon wears its emotions on its sleeve, and I kind of like that in a character. Maybe that's because I personally always keep quiet about whatever I'm thinking in most situations. Like, I could be in a situation that I absolutely despise, and I won't say a single word about it unless I get psychotically angry. So when I see a character like the demon in this movie, who immediately makes it plain that he doesn't like the fact these priests are praying, I kind of admire it. And then there's the fact that the demon has some pretty good tactics for messing with these priests. Like, apparently he has the ability to see anyone's sins, this demon will know every wrong thing you've ever done upon seeing you. He'll know what bothers you, what weighs heavily on your conscience. So as soon as Russell Crowe and the other priests start praying, the demon lays into him. The demon looks at priest number two, who's standing off to the side, saying like, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And the demon smirks at him and goes, Oh, look at you praying so piously, Father, as though you are holier than thou. Is that what you are? Father Esquibel stops, and he's like, Hey, you, you shut up! Then he grabs the young boy by the neck, and he's strangling him. You shut Shut up! Russell Crowe pulls the priest off the boy and the demon's just laughing at him. I don't know, I found that amusing. And that does raise another point. These two priests are not very well prepared for exercising this demon. I mean, Russell Crowe here is supposed to be the Vatican's top exorcist, and even he lets the demon get under his skin. Haven't either of these guys ever seen an exorcism movie? Look, the thing to understand about these situations is, if you're called in to perform an exorcism, the demon is going to say to you exactly what it needs to to bother you, and you have to ignore it. But even Russell Russell Crowe gets psyched out by the thing at one point in this movie. I'm just saying he's not really the greatest exorcist. They should have got Ed and Lorraine Warren from The Conjuring. Lorraine would never let this demon psych her out. But anyway, I would like to note that The Pope's Exorcist was directed by Julius Avery, who directed Overlord, which was one of the best movies of 2018. That movie is awesome. So I have to say I'm a little disappointed that his next effort was this. I mean, I've seen Overlord. That movie is amazing. And he followed it up with The Pope's Exorcist? This is at best a mediocre exorcism movie. And I'm not even sure if it's trying to be scary. This feels like a big-budget Hollywood version of an exorcism movie. We've got clueless characters, a completely ridiculous plot, and a climax that resorts to giving us explosions for some reason. Oh, and then the movie ends on, like, sequel bait. It ends with Father Gabriel and Father Esquibel standing at the Vatican, realizing there are a whole lot more demons out there to go and get, as though it's setting us up for some kind of a series. I did like the sets in this movie. This abbey is a pretty cool location. And some of the stuff that Russell Crowe uncovers while digging around in the basement of the abbey is interesting. He finds relics from the Spanish Inquisition. Some of that lore was pretty good.
good. But on the whole, it's hard to take this movie seriously. It doesn't really work as an exorcism movie. It's definitely not a horror movie. And all it really has going for it is Father Gabriel and, well, that, that demon. I doubt we'll be seeing a sequel to this movie despite what it promises us. And I really can't recommend it unless you find it for free on some streaming service that you already have a subscription for. The Pope's Exorcist is nothing to write home about. I give it a 2 out of 5 for this edition of Flick Pick.